Welcome to today's event, the latest in Transportation Insights Digital Master Series. Today, we're going to be talking about visibility and action, putting the parts together. We're looking forward to telling you that story through the real-world solutions Transportation Insight provides to our client standard motor products. I'm Michael Willard in the Marketing Division at Transportation Insight. Helping us tell the tale today, we have Transportation Insight's own supply chain masters, our Vice President of Supply Chain Consulting, John Richardson. Sorry you can't see John's face today. We've also got our Director of Client Solutions, Reed Jacob. Welcome to the broadcast, gentlemen. Thank you, Michael. Glad hey, to be thanks, here. Michael. We're also very delighted to have with us today Colin Tish from Standard Motor Products. That's where he's the Vice President over Corporate Supply Chain. Thanks for joining us today, Colin. Glad to be here. Thanks for having me. I know we're going to have a very robust conversation around the help Transportation Insights been able to bring Standard Motor Products. As a reminder to our audience, we welcome your participation. Please submit your questions for our panelists. You can do that in the GoToWebinar questions panel there on your screen. We'll address as many questions as possible during the presentation and afterwards. And now I'm going to hand that presentation right on over to our Vice President of Supply Chain Consulting, John Richardson. John, take it away. Hey, thanks, Michael. You know, as we kind of tee this up, everybody's talking about visibility right now, um, and there are a lot of aspects to it. You, you've got the whole physical part of, you know, where's my shipment, um, where's my inventory, where do I have product, and then you've got the virtual uh, piece, where, which is more like the financial, you know, which SKUs are profitable, um, what should I be doing, um, all that kind of fun stuff. So, you know, we're real fortunate today to have Colin with us uh, so that he can discuss how uh, he's partnered with Transportation Insight in his company's journey toward better visibility. So, so Colin, can you give us an overview of uh, Standard Motor Products? Okay, sure. Um, so Standard Motor Products started in 1919, uh, selling little auto parts out of little glass jars. And I think about the, the supply chain logistics of doing that, it makes my head spin. So um, we've been around for 100 years, celebrated our 100th year last year. And we really uh, attribute that to uh, customer focus and uh, commitment to excellence. And, and we feel that uh, Transportation Insights um, is in line with us in those objectives and and that's why it makes a good match for us cool that's great as we as we think about the physical aspect you know how, how many facilities do you have in your network okay so total we have 18 facilities worldwide uh, most of our concentration is in north america we have three manufacturing uh, facilities in northern Mexico and that's where the majority of our product comes from but we also have uh, manufacturing in in Canada and in Poland and then a few facilities in in China and all of our distribution is really in uh, the U.S. We have three main DCs one in uh, Texas one in Kansas and one in Virginia. So with, with all those facilities, you know, how, how are you working to get your customers their products these days? Okay, so this is really where Transportation Insights was uh, essential for me as I was uh, developing the, the supply chain role several, several years ago. Um, the way SMP grew up over the past 100 years, a lot of it was through acquisitions. Um, so we had a lot of facilities that were uh, really um, 
had their own processes in place and their own uh, uh, carrier agreements and that's a lot of challenges to overcome there. So uh, Transportation Insights really helped us with uh, coordinating all of those uh, facilities and, and getting to one transportation program. And um, that is essential in, in today's world where the customers you know, expect us to be able to uh, manage their shipments all the way to the door. And in a, in a lot of cases now we're shipping more to uh, direct customers. And so there are a lot of um, a lot of different moving parts related to our transportation and, and having uh, Transportation Insights as a partner really helps us in, in that area. So I, I can keep my finger on a pulse of what's going on across our network. And it seems like uh, lots of stuff's changing right now. Yeah, I mean, our, the biggest shift we see is really going to uh, direct to store shipments and direct to customer. And, and obviously with the uh, the increase of Amazon, people now expect to be able to receive parts the next day. So there, there's um, our, our model in the past was really uh, shipping large orders to DCs and then they would get it out to their stores and to the customers. Uh, there's more of a shift now towards, um, you know, uh, direct to store shipments and, and direct to customer shipments. So, uh, you know, we ship on average about 5,000 emergency orders per day that are um, leaving our facility same day and, and have to get to the customer the next day. So it is definitely a shift in dynamics that, that we need to stay on top of as far as transportation requirements. Yeah. Colin, Colin, when you talk about the growth, and it's been over 100 years, and it's been dramatic growth, uh, one thing that I think we, we kind of revisit is the fact that your growth came from organic growth, but also strategic acquisition, um, having multiple facilities throughout North America with different processes. Um, what prompted you when you started looking for a partner uh, in your transportation logistics? What were you looking for uh, you know, when we first started talking five years ago? Okay, so, so in 2012, um, we really started off with a, a formal supply chain uh, organization to oversee all of, all of our facilities. So I was tasked with that in the beginning. And one of the first things I realized was that each one of our facilities kind of had their own uh, transportation program. They had their own preferred carriers and, and um, any efforts to consolidate them and get them onto uh, a corporate contract was, was really met by a lot of resistance. So that kind of set us down the path of, of going to a third party logistics company uh, with the intention of really uh, a few things. One, we needed to understand what the impact of their carrier selection was and, and have uh, factual data to, to present back to them uh, with the, with, um, you know, what real world impact their choices were having on the company. Uh, two, the, the uh, bill pay was, was huge for us. Um, we, we were in a situation where uh, our third party bill pay uh, provider, you know, would take several months to process invoices. So we'd be going along for a while thinking that we're doing well. And then all of a sudden the bills show up and we re realize we're not doing so well. So uh, having the ability to process those uh, audits and invoices in real time and get feedback on, on uh, what the impact to our uh, transportation program was, was, was another 
key element. And then the third really is that uh, Standard Motor Products has uh, survived these hundred years largely because we are a very lean organization. Um, our, we don't have any uh, managers who only manage. Every, everybody is expected to uh, also be a worker bee. And so uh, I needed uh, an extension of, of my staff uh, to be able to, to manage this because I, I don't have uh, you know, internal people who could uh, chase these issues down for me. So, so having an extension of my staff uh, is really, really essential in, in our search. And I think that that really is where um, transportation insights and shoulders above the rest. Well, thank you for that, Colin. I, I know that when we were talking, um, your team was was very lean, but also very efficient, um, but needed more of that quantifiable data to be able to change behaviors within the organization as a whole. Um, as you looked at the different providers, um, you mentioned it a little bit, but I just wanted to see if you could elaborate on how you you ended up resolving to choose TI. Okay, so, so really, I, I thought... Uh, TI was very much aligned with, with our um, strategy for, for how we do business. And, and, and uh, so I thought that the, the, their customer focus was great, but you know, honestly, the, the thing that impressed me the most was their uh, invoice and bill pay and, and audit process, um, where it's not going through uh, some mass counting machines like a lot of the providers we saw it's really um, each invoice is being scrutinized individually and and it was really very impressive and and we've saved a lot of money by uh, going through and and auditing those those invoices and and um, and having the real-time uh, ability to see what the impact of those freight charges are and and analyze them down to um, actionable detail was really the, the, the area where I thought that um, TI really excelled above the others. Great. Thank you, Colin. I know that the, um, the, the challenge a lot of times when we look at that is there's a decentralized transportation process, uh, execution strategy, and you know we worked alongside of you and your team um, as an extension, as you mentioned earlier, I, I told uh, your corporate director of transportation that we were interviewing to be his support staff, and uh, I feel like he he's uh, he, he reiterates that every time we talk, he's glad to have us on his side. Well, and that was that was essential too. I mean, we we weren't just another uh, customer for TI from the very beginning. I think uh, yourself and and everybody on the TI staff understood that the relationship really had to be uh, that you function as an extension of our staff. And, and in the early days when we were uh, you know, kicking off this disagreement, um, that was essential. And I always knew and still know today um, who I need to contact for any issues we may have. And um, we do get that very personal uh, response and attention. And, and that, that's essential uh, when we have such a lean organization. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, you know, Colin, you've hit on a couple of uh, items that I think are challenges for any company out there. You know, uh, one being that you know that timely you know access to your data and, and giving you that visibility, but also the accuracy of it. And and I think you know you, you've kind of said that you know our freight audit. Process 
process is is a lot different than than maybe a lot of the other companies you looked at. And I think one of those differences is we really leverage that as a data collection um, point, and so that gives you some some additional data points to compare against you know what's in the TMS, what's in your system. So that, you know, when we do start, you know, really leveraging the analytical aspect of the partnership, that um, you've got a high degree of confidence that the data we're using to drive your decisions, um, it, you can count on it. Right. And, and that, I mean, change is not something that people naturally embrace. Change is always a big challenge. So uh, when corporate comes in and says, hey, we have a better way, um, Folks are always going to push back on that. So, so having real world data and, and timely data that I could share with all the facilities on a monthly basis to say, okay, well, this was these were your carrier selections, and I know you want to do the best thing for the company, um, but this is the impact it's having. And then it's it's very uh, objective, it's fact based, and it's timely, and and it's it's really put puts uh, people in a position where they're much more willing to. Uh, get on board with, with the corporate transportation program. And, and I believe uh, now, Reed can correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe our compliance now is in the 95% range, which uh, I don't even want to tell you what it was when we started. <laughs> I, won't, I won't disclose that number, Colin, but it is definitely much better today. Um, John, as you mentioned, uh, we, we create this closed loop environment. Um, we, we have an execution strategy that Colin and his team were critical on and making sure that we were applying it. And then we use technology to get the expected costs and get visibility into what we, we thought the transportation costs could be. We then close the loop through the audit process. And as John mentioned, it's a data collection process. We're gonna collect over 200 data points that it can be used uh, for accruals, for compliance reports, for all kinds of um, continuous improvement. And Colin, to your point, to change behavior within your organization because it's quantifiable. You can give a dollar impact to the company's bottom line because of the data that we're providing. Now, that's exactly it. And, and that was essential to us because, um, you know, just meeting with folks and, and trying to convince them that uh, the corporate transportation program is um, the, the most advantageous way for us to go is, is not an easy sell, as you can imagine. Um, but to, to be able to uh, report on a monthly basis and sit with them with factual data it really was uh, essential in, in the progress that we've made over the, the past few years. Right. Of course, you know, we're, we're talking a lot about, you know, the cost aspect of it, but, you know, what about service? Um, you know, what are your customers uh, demanding of you right now and, and how are you kind of managing that process? Okay, so so our customers are, are more uh, of late uh, moving in the area of, of the large retail uh, customers that that's now the the majority of our business where uh, used to be uh, for, for most of the hundred years that smp was in existence it was the the small mom and pop uh, auto parts stores uh, where you know we were the we were the big guy on the block and and that's now changed where we're, uh, our customers are you know some of the larger uh, auto parts uh, retailers like the AutoZone, O'Reilly, Advance, uh, Napa, um, 
these these larger uh, customers and and so in a lot of a lot of ways um you know we're we need to be very responsive to to their needs and in some cases we're working with their transportation programs but in in a lot of cases it's it's our transportation uh, program and it has to be very responsive and we have to be able to uh, know where the shipments are and we have to be able to make sure that the the carriers that we're selecting are not only addressing cost but services is critical I mean services is not something that could ever slip and, and to uh, standard motor products number one objective is to service our customers so uh, price will take a backseat to service. So, so absolutely having visibility of how those carriers are performing is uh, equally essential, if not more. Yeah. As we looked at the uh, the solution, Colin, you talked about um, uh, the support staff that um, TI provided up underneath, whether it's an enterprise account manager that's helping on a strategic level, whether it's an analyst that is working with the numbers and the data on a weekly and, and monthly basis with your team, or whether it's our, our analyst who's looking at weekly invoices and, and taking care of issue resolution so that your staff is freed up to focus on uh, strategic solutions. We've been able to focus on carrier optimization and and truly helping SMP partner with the, the carrier network that um, will allow them to provide the highest service uh, to your customers, but also driving compliance by your facilities. How have the, the program and the control tower that we put in place helped SMP you know, over the last four or five years? Well, I think I think um, as you as you're describing it, one thing I, I wanted to uh, make sure that's clear for everybody is we literally process tens of thousands of orders per day, and so there's a there's a connection from our distribution center straight to uh, the TI platform um, where this really has to be um, an instantaneous and analyst analysis and return of that data. Um, that that is was is critical to to uh, our timing, and that that I think is one of the the great areas where the relationship has um, has grown uh, with with having that real time return of of, of uh, carrier selection and information where uh, we don't have any of our DCs waiting for uh, this the response to come back. It's it's almost instantaneous. That's right. Did, did that answer your question? I, I, I just yeah. wanted to make sure that that was clear because as you were doing the description, I thought that that was an essential part. <laughs> yeah, no doubt, no doubt. We looked at, at optimization across multiple uh, scenarios for SMP, and we do this on an ongoing basis. It's not only carrier optimization to get the highest level of service at the least cost, but it's also mode optimization. And so where does it make sense to um, to use the parcel in, uh, networks versus the LTL networks versus the truckload networks. Um, I know that your team was very efficient in, in negotiating rates um, from a procurement standpoint, but it was difficult for them to follow up with compliance and uh, some of the things that were after the fact. How has um, partnering with TI helped you to ensure that uh, customer requirements are being met at, at the lowest cost. 
Okay, so there we 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 have we get every every month we get uh, a package back that really um, describes our our actual performance across all of our carriers uh, in terms of cost, in terms of delivery, in terms of um, you know all the there's the, we look at the uh, fuel optimization, uh, any uh, ancillary charges, which uh, really became. A much much bigger impact that I honestly didn't uh, anticipate going in, but those ancillary charges are very very large, and so uh, getting these the uh, corporate transportation analysis at the end of the month and being able to look through that and and see where those opportunities are has has really been huge for us. Right. John, I know that you see that across solutions on other other clients. You know, when you look at visibility um, benefits across co corporations as a whole, uh, any thoughts on, on what you're seeing? Well, I think, I mean, it, 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 it's all about having that good data, having visibility to everything that's going on so that you can start to, to leverage you know, analytical techniques, optimization pa uh, packages to really uncover where are all the, the levers that you can pull to improve the supply chain. Because, you know, the, the one thing you know about freight rates is they only go up, you know. So um, when you think about year over year being more effective from a cost and, and with the service level of expectations of clients going up, you've got to, to identify areas of efficiency. And so, you know, whether it's, you know, leveraging uh, the various facilities, um, you know, I know early on, you know, we looked at order aggregation and dynamic routing uh, with SMP. Um, so, so, yeah, it, it's all about uh, taking, um, the uh, everything you've got at your disposal and figuring out what's the best thing you can do for it. Yeah, and a, and a real world example of that, um, we realized that we were sending uh, separate pallets to the same locations on the same days, uh, just on account of how we were processing them out of our DC. So uh, TI was able to present that to us, and we, we you know, we. It, became very clear that, that we were doing that. I don't, I don't even think we realized that that was occurring as frequently as it, as it was, but uh, things like that where we can really get into the detail and, and look at, um, you know, shipments going to the same locations with separate charges on the same day and consolidating those shipments and, and, and really uh, leveraging uh, the, the, uh, the ability and the, the access to, to data that we get from TI was a huge impact to us. Yeah, Colin, a lot of times the tactical uh, team is working uh, just to execute and get it out the door. And a lot of times they don't see the, the overall larger impact. So having a team that's able to look at the data from a big picture standpoint and, and see these these, this visibility into those opportunities then you guys can start changing behavior within your organization. Right, and, and the way it's presented, it really becomes objective. And, and, and you know, when, when I mentioned um, the challenges of, of 
different facilities uh, having their own transportation programs and, and not being willing to, to get onto a corporate transportation program, being able to uh, present the data in, in a factual, uh, objective way that, that really becomes um, very clear where the, the opportunities are and, and very hard to uh, make a case for keeping it decentralized. And, and, and it really helped me in, in uh, pulling this into an overall corporate transportation program. One other example that comes to mind is, you know, having all the data flowing through one formation helps as you guys made decisions going forward for cross-border strategy. And we were able to do uh, things with John's team and the supply chain analytics to give you data so that you guys could make decisions on how to best handle that as well. Right, and, and that's, a, that's a key point as well, is because uh, you mentioned earlier that we do our own contract negotiations, and that's, that's correct, but uh, what TI arms us with is, um, you know, what's going on in the industry, what, what other uh, carriers are doing, and, and so we really go into those ne negotiations uh, fully loaded and, and with the knowledge of, of what we're asking for and, and what, what the expectations are. So it, it really helps us to prepare for those those types of negotiations, whether it's, uh, you know, cross-border or, or um, in, interstate or wherever our, our challenge is. We, you know, in LTL and truckload and parcel and all of those different uh, variables, we, we have a team at TI who, who is able to equip us with that knowledge and information that that really helps in, in the negotiation that um, we we simply wouldn't have the resources ourselves to put together. Sure. Colin, one of the things that you mentioned and you just brought it up again was multi-mode, um, whether it's truckload, whether it's LTL, whether it's parcel, um, TI as a tier one uh, su supply chain provider across all modes um, is able to come alongside SMP and help in, in all of those marketplaces, most recently helping you with optimization in your uh, your parcel uh, arrangements with carriers. Right, and, and that in our, uh, when we first started the uh, arrangement with TI, uh, we didn't believe that, that there was any uh, progress to be made on parcel and we thought we had that pretty much down pat. So that was not part of our original agreement, uh, but we did include that in the last couple of years and are glad we did because this is where it really opened my eyes to um, you know, the rate negotiations and how deep those and wide those negotiations are when it comes to all the ancillary charges. And um, it, it was absolutely, it absolutely blew my mind when I, when I saw uh, how deep those uh, rates go and, and how complicated they are. Um, so yeah, I was, I was resistant on parcel at the beginning, but I'm very glad uh, we did include the parcel in, in our agreement and, and we've realized some very good savings as a result. Yeah. So. You know, um, at the end of the day, all of this, you know, the, the solution we put in place all sounds good, but it's the results that matter, you know, in, in achieving that full visibility. So, uh, so Colin, how successful were we in achieving that? I think you had it in the uh, so in the slides. So I don't think it's speaking out of term, but um, we realized about four million dollars in savings over the, 
the, the term of our uh, partnership with with TI. Um, and I don't have the exact numbers on parcel, but I know we've made a lot of good progress in the last two years on parcel as well. Oh, there you have it right there. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it, the it, key impacts. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead, Colin. No, that that's all. Yeah, it, it really, when we look at it, it, you know, a lot of people look at third-party logistics and they talk about rate negotiations and it's not, it's it's trying to create a, an opportunity where your uh, shipping needs align with the carrier networks. And so by putting you with the right carrier networks, you find the best service at the lowest cost. And so LTL optimization ensured that we had the right carriers that aligned um, you mentioned earlier the invoice error corrections. There are uh, bill pay companies out there that are um, across all um, invoices and all bills. And then there are companies that specialize in transportation. And I think you saw a significant difference in the value that we provide in there, you know, just in the invoice errors that we were catching and able to correct to eliminate uh, future overcharges uh, for you. And, and, then I, and I think when we were going through the, I'm, I'm sorry, when we were going through the due diligence of selecting a logistics company to work with, um, that was really the thing that stood out to me the most was um, most of the companies that had the, the bill pay functionality, you know, they were feeding the invoices through machines and, and really just capturing the amount that was on there and processing it. Um, when I went to uh, the TI facility in North Carolina, I walked in and there was an entire room of people looking at invoices one by one. I said, okay, that that's that aligns with SMP culture. That's how we would do it. We would want to see every single one of them. And um, there, there's a lot of times, and I, again, I was I was surprised, but you know, whether it's if the fuel surcharge is wrong or or the uh, the the rates are wrong or or the you know there, there's there, there's a lot of errors that are in those invoices that, um, you know, thankfully we, we're now catching. Right. And, and not only catching, Colin, but so many companies, if they run it through technology, they may identify, but what it does is it creates a cue that your staff then has to resolve. But because we have our team and they're working with the carriers on an ongoing basis, they're the ones that are resolving that. So before your team ever sees an invoice, it's already been resolved. Yeah, that's correct. I, I I see the results of it. I don't have to get involved with going back and chasing any of those error corrections. Uh, that's that's 100% handled by the TI folks. Yeah. The the also the ongoing reporting uh, helps with compliance. As we mentioned, uh, the numbers when we first started were a little bit lower than 95%, but we are we're above that now, and and it's something that. The, that information and financial impact can be shared with each one of your facilities and each one of your business partners that are shipping to you to ensure the uh, the proper behavior. Right. So, and the way, and I think that number is probably closer to ninety five than ninety. But uh, the way it works now is we feed all our orders uh, into the the TI uh, system, and it comes back with the. Uh, LTL carrier selection and the, the distribution centers don't question it. They, they get the feedback from uh, TI who the carriers should be for each shipment and then that's what we go with. So uh, we've come so far from, from where we started that um, now that that's just a given. We, we, uh, 
we drop our order, the uh, shipping information to TI. It comes back with the carrier selection and our distribution centers, uh, for the most part, uh, just go with the selection that, that is fed back. So that, that's a huge benefit for me. Great, great. Our, our team of engineers um, have carrier experience. And so when they're looking at um, our client's data, they're looking at it from the viewpoint of how do the carriers view your data. And so when it, we talk about optimization, many people think of optimization as just negotiation, but it's not. It, it's, it's beyond just rates. It's also um, you know, behaviors within your organization that we can change, like the consolidation. Right. Instead of shipping multiple uh, shipments to the same location throughout the day, do we find opportunities that we can consolidate and have a larger shipment, whether it's LTL or truckload, um, to get there? From future opportunities, we, we've already looked at a parcel and where we've seen uh, a substantial uh, savings already in the first couple of years, we're seeing additional opportunities to make sure that we're optimizing mode uh, programs within the parcel network, but also aligning it with the LTL network. How has that been working for you? Okay, so, and, and we, we talked about customers and obviously that's our primary focus, but uh, you know, another area where it's helped us a lot, particularly on the consolidation is on the uh, supplier side, um, where they were making multiple shipments uh, to our facilities and being able to have visibility of that and go back and, um, make sure that they are number one complying with our our carrier selection and number two consolidating shipments where possible uh, that has has been a huge benefit for us as well as far as challenges in the future i mean as everybody who's watching this can, is is aware the transportation industry is is really uh, changing every day um, it, and uh, being able to have timely access to information uh, to be able to be aware of those challenges and to react to them uh, is essential and and where tomorrow's challenge is at this point i think is anybody's guess sure sure nicole you, you you said the word a lot about partnership and and it, you know ti being an extension of your supply chain you know, I, I've certainly seen in, in the industry over the last several years kind of this shift to, um, you know, companies really expecting more from their 3PL as opposed to being kind of a transactional relationship. Um, you know, again, being that extension and helping, you know, again, not only customers, but your suppliers and, and how how does a company on the whole, you know, be more of a partner? And, you know, you, you think about um, having someone that really understands your business, being able to provide you, you know, some of that strategic analytical guidance um, that is, is not going to walk away uh, once the project's over, but is going to, you know, be there as you implement and move through uh, some of these different changes. Do, do you kind of get the sense that, you know, for you, uh, that your expectations of, of TI have gone up over time and, and what you want to get out of us is, is you've seen more of our capabilities? 
Right, and, and really it's, it's evolved over time to where um, the best testimony I can give to TI is that uh, I don't spend a whole lot of time uh, thinking about TI. There's, there's a lot of other challenges for me today because I, I know what TI is doing. I know who I need to contact if there is an issue, but for the most part, the folks at TI uh, are professionals and know what they're doing, and, and I'm able to rely on the fact that they're, they're um, doing what I need them to be doing. And, and that is how Standard Motor Products has survived the 100 years, is, is we set expectations for, for our employees uh, and for our, our partners on the, um, on the provider side. And, and um, we only stay with folks that are, are up to that challenge. And, and thankfully, TI has been. Right. Yeah, we appreciate that. Yeah, it, it's it's really a weird time. You know, it, it it seems more and more that it's so important to be, you know, a good partner. And, and Reed kind of alluded to how we look at things from the point of view of, of the carriers, and because you've got to be a good partner for them. I, I know it seems like every time we meet with a customer, we're talking about hey, you really want to be that shipper of choice. Um, and, and so I, I think we're really seeing uh, the current environment force us to, to really be those supply chain partners that you know everybody talked about years, but it seems like we were still just kind of beating each other up. And, and it's really nice when um, you, know, you can have those frank, honest conversations about you know, what do you need to do? Um, because, you know, if, if one of us wins, we both win. And, and that should be what our, what our goal is. Right, and I think that's a key point too, because uh, obviously with, with what's going on in, in the transportation industry, um, you know, capacity is becoming a huge concern and, and the carriers are, are experiencing a lot of capacity uh, issues and so um, if they if they have a driver or or um you know if they have a shortage of drivers i should say and, and they can give priority to one customer over another they're going to give priority to the one uh, where they have the better relationship and and so when you think about uh, you know i keep going back to bill pay but uh, you know the carriers knowing that they're going to have their invoices paid in a timely and efficient manner, manner is, is definitely puts us uh, in a good position with them. Um, anecdotally, we had uh, uh, some invoices from a carrier uh, where they came back and, and were asking us where the payment was. It was from our, our previous arrangement and um, the invoices were about 18 months old. So I said, what, well, how did that happen? But that, that kind of thing does not put you in good standing with the carriers. Right. And, and in the past, you know, where, where it, the market wasn't as competitive as it is now, um, where the, the uh, assigning uh, these drivers and, and rigs to pick up a, a load, uh, you, you, I think it, I can't quantify it, but I think it does have an impact as far as uh, you getting to the top of the list of who's getting their load moved. Yeah, one of the things that we definitely want to create is a win-win-win environment. Um, by giving you access to the, the visibility we have in the market space with over 850 clients and 
billions of dollars of transportation spend under management, we, we help you um, make decisions and, and execute a strategy that, that is gonna encompass best practices. At the same time, through our, you mentioned our audit and, and invoice uh, process, carriers are being paid accurately and faster. So their cost to serve a TI client is lower than the cost to serve many customers who, who operate on their own. Um, and so that win-win environment allows you at SMP to be at the top of the list um, from, from service standpoint. Right. So, you know, it seems like, you know, we, we've gotten a good overview. Um, obviously, it's, it's been a great relationship, you know, but just to kind of bring it all back around to, you know, this whole concept of, of the physical and virtual visibility, um, you know, anymore, it's just table stakes. Uh, you, you've got to have, you know, this, this access to your information. It's got to be accurate. Um, because we're only going to need to to rely more and more on um, you know things like machine learning and and artificial intelligence to, to help make decisions because we're, we're having to make them faster. Um, but I think it's it's the you know the partnership the um, you know engagement together that, that really builds you know the trust to be able to go out and, and make those strategic recommendations. Right. So I guess I guess with that, um, Michael, do we do we have any questions coming in? Yeah, thanks very much, John. There's a lot of great information there that you guys have shared about how we're able to help our clients. We have received a few questions from our audience. Uh, before I share those, I do want to remind our listeners about that questions panel. Please submit your questions. Our supply chain masters are here and listening, ready to answer. Also want to remind you about our next digital event in the Supply Chain Master Series. It's coming up September 17th. We're going to be talking about peak season and the many challenges that it's creating in the parcel space. So getting to those questions, John, it looks like we've got one here. I'll start with you. Uh, given the current environment, how does supply chain visibility play into reacting to the impact of COVID-19? Well, I think, you know, it's, it's, we can't depend on any of the, the tried and true, you know, everything from being able to predict um, what's demand going to do um, all the way up. Um, and, and it comes back, we, we've talked a lot about partnership, um, but, you know, we've got to be sharing that information because everyone needs as much visibility. You know, I'll come back to, to anybody that's familiar with the, the beer game. And what the, you know, that bullwhip effect is, is you don't, you know, you're just reacting to the demand signals you see. But as you can see, you know, inventory upstream and demand downstream, you know, really helps um, everyone make better decisions and, and help drive up uh, service. So, you know, as I say, visibility is, is critical and, and reacting to it and having an agile supply chain um, is, is what companies have to do today. That's great input. Here's one, I'll, I'll toss this over to Reed and Colin and, and question out there is what is the next step with Standard Motor Products and the Transportation Insight uh, Partnership, Reed? <laughs> well, that's a good question, guys. Um, the reality is, um, as a an extension of Collins um, staff, 
it, it, it's an, an indication of where they're going as an organization. Um, you know, I'll, I'll just give you some high level things that we look at when you see changes in um, uh, carrier agreements and tariffs and things like that, we're able to proactively uh, quantify what those impacts are going to be and help mitigate those and 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 offset those. So whether it's a, a rate increase, whether it's a accessorial charge that's changing, whether it's on the LTL or parcel side, how is that going to impact SMP historically and then moving forward and then help to offset that? But I think another big part of that is uh, there's a lot of times that we meet on our um, business alignment meetings and we have those conversations about what are the goals of SMP and how do we help them get there. Uh, Colin, I, I know that uh, you've been a part of those meetings as well and, and what are your thoughts as far as the future? Right, so I think uh, one of the big things we undertook over the last uh, few years was the parcel program. And so that that was our, our a big step for us. And, and that's uh, done very well. Um, the I think the biggest challenge is going to be the, the changing landscape of, of the uh, transportation industry with what's happening with uh, carrier capacity and, and, and uh, driver shortages and everything else. And, and uh, getting together and, and helping us to formulate a strategy for for how do we address that is is our, probably going to be one of our biggest challenges in the future. And, and as you mentioned, we do have an annual uh, review where we sit together and kind of go through and look at uh, where our opportunities are. And I think that's exactly where the parcel thing came up from. And 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 the uh, I'm sure we'll be talking a lot about how do we respond to the changes uh, in, in the carrier market is particularly with uh, driver availability and the challenges that that creates. Yeah, one other point to add to that is, you know, Colin mentioned the um, leaning on our team and, and our team has the subject matter experts in parcel LTL truckload, but also in international warehousing and supply chain analytics. So what we're seeing in the changes in the, uh, you know, international carriers, container ship lines, steamship lines, uh, we have a, a support staff that comes alongside to help Colin as they're um, projecting future flows of volumes from, from their overseas facilities. Right. And of course, other aspect is, you know, in any acquisitions that we may have in the future, uh, being able to help uh, integrate those into our transportation program, um, that, that'll be another key element that we'll be relying on TI to help with. Great sure. information. Uh, another question, and I want to try to link a couple of dots here in our conversation. John Richardson mentioned uh, artificial intelligence and machine learning and all the roles they those tools can play in the future, but ties back a little bit back to the uh, the freight invoice audit function. So John, you know, when you're talking about machine learning and artificial intelligence, how critical is that audit piece to, to data accuracy and making sure that you're, you're taking the right steps going forward? Well, I think it comes back to that having the comparison points um, you know, there, there's kind of the age old question of how do you know your data is right? Um, you know, things, uh, you know, a lot of systems, you know, when companies build up their orders, they're looking at the item master to determine weight and, and cube. 
but how many times have you know people gone into item masters and saying every box has you know it's one foot by one foot by one foot and and while that is a reasonable size box i wouldn't say that everyone should be like that and so having you know an independent objective uh, data capture process that can help validate data um, is absolutely critical more good information and with that it looks like we're at the end of our current questions approaching the bottom of the hour we'll go ahead and conclude this transportation insight digital master series event thank you to our panelists first to our client from standard motor products colin tish collins thanks so much for sharing your time with our team and our audience it's a pleasure thanks for having me thanks as well to our own supply chain masters john richardson and reed jacob thank you michael thanks michael yeah, and for more information or to reach out to these supply chain masters, please use the contact information you see on our screen. You can also visit our website at transportationinsight.com. That's where you can access more about our solutions, our blogs, and our other webinars. You can find us on social media as well. And while you're at our website, check out the Supply Chain Visibility Workshop. It really resonates with a lot of the topics we've already addressed here today. Whether your business is large or small, Transportation Insight has a supply chain solution that can help you control cost, manage risk, and improve customer experience. On behalf of our panelists and Transportation Insight, thank you for joining our broadcast. May you master the remainder of your day.